Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Rocking. All right. Some stress-relieving outer hips and twists action today. Let's do that. A couple of things before we start. If you have a strap or something you could use as a strap or yoga belt, go for that. If it's not around, you got time, go get it. Second thing is that if you have room in your room to be on your mat and have your leg extended to the side, you know how sometimes you do those poses where the legs go to the side. So I'm looking at some screens and like there's a couch right there or there's a wall right there. Um, if you can reorient your mat so that like your leg is not going into the fireplace when it goes out to the side, you'll probably enjoy this a lot more. If you were doing yoga in a hallway or a laundry room, you don't need to be able to take your leg out to the side. But if you do have the space, it's nicer to make it now than it is to uh, have to shift everything later. Because you know how it is. Like you start getting yoga pose and you're like, you're not going to get up off your mat and move it then. Anybody? Everybody? Like, even if the teacher says like, oh, you could, you could turn your mat around. Does anyone ever do it? I'll tell you the answer is like, no, no. Because you're already like, you're laying down there and it's like, I'm not getting up for that. And nor should you when we could like prior planning prevents problems, right? Sometimes, <laughs> not always. Let's start in child's pose whenever you're ready. You got your, your good space around you and you have some element that you could use as a strap if possible. Again, if those things aren't possible, you can still do yoga, you can still do all this and I'll give uh, those variations as well. Let your eyes fall gently closed. Have long, slow breath in. Pause at the top. And then let it out slowly, like you got time. A few more like that, recognizing that you have made time and space for yourself. In this time and space, we were here to take good care of you. And for now, you've chosen that everything else can just fall to the side, whether it's physical stuff actually in your room or mental stuff from the, the big world out there. In these moments, you're here to be in your body, to breathe, and to do the good that you can do right now. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees and take some rounds of cat and cow. Feel your spine round and arch. Out. Breathe in and let there be some space at the top of each inhale. End of the exhale. Not enough to, to stress you out or feel like there's not breath on the way. Enough to delineate one side of the breath from the other, the taking in 
and the letting go. Next, inhale back to a center line. I'm gonna walk the hands forward. Exhale, sit the hips back like you were going to child's pose, but stopped before the hips went down. Let the hips now move side to side. A little pendulum action of the hips, little side bends. What you'll probably find is that an inhale will take you to one side, pause, and then an exhale will take you to the other side, and there's a little pause. Then let's bring the hips back to center, and now go the other breath way. So you go to the side that you didn't inhale to before, and then exhale to the other side. Because there are, there are Virgos and Libras in the room that just really need for this stuff to be balanced. And everybody else can come along. Our lungs are slightly different shapes, so good idea to balance the two sides. Next inhale, make your way back to center again, hands and knees. Press your hands down, press your feet down, draw your heart forward, elongate your front body, and bring a lightness to the center of your chest, a lightness to the back of your head. Then let that go. Let that sink heavy. Let things go into the joints. Think about something else, whatever. Everything's just gone. Now recreate your lightness. Press your hands down. Draw your heart forward. Back of the head up. Like the rib cage was very light. Front body really long and bright. Face soft. And the back of the head just level. On the next inhale, you're going to bow pull right arm up. Elbow toward the ceiling. Your thumb's just about in line with your shoulder. Breath here. Next inhale, you choose open your arm or don't open your arm, but uh, inhale, either elbow to the ceiling or middle fingertip to the ceiling. And exhale, we'll bring the arm down and through. Thread the needle twist, hover the arm above the floor. Then when you inhale, back up, elbow points the ceiling or you could extend the arm. It's going to go through that bent elbow and then come back into the twist. Draw yourself into the opening like you're pulling a bow and arrow, then extend the arm. Bend the elbow, then send the arm through and reach it long. One more of those. Breathe in. Breathe out. Make our way back to center line as you breathe in, hands and knees. Press the hands down. Once again, flow chest forward, back of the head up. You get light and long through your front body. You're just feeling decompressed there. Press your right hand down. Take the left elbow toward the ceiling, the thumb in line with the shoulder thereabouts. Okay, That's using your back muscle to turn into the twist. And then play with opening the arm middle finger toward the ceiling. If that doesn't feel great on the front of your shoulder, bend the elbow. And next exhale, you can go down and through reach. Always stay with that bent elbow if it feels better in the front of your shoulder. It's reaching up, a little accessory. And if it feels good to stretch the chest, do that. If it feels like you're compressing the shoulder joint, you are. <laughs> 
feel something in the body that's like too much like if you were to taste food that was too salty or food that was too sweet you don't need to continue eating that you didn't like it you don't need to finish it just enough that feels good to you breathe in open breathe out down and through Then back to center, hands and knees. Pause here. Once again, navel center, lightly up towards your spine, sternum forward, back of the head up. So lightness there and the, uh, the plank-like structure of this. Then we'll walk the hands forward, tuck toes. Send the hips back, stretching the feet. Again, toward child's pose. Then maybe a little back bend in here too. Let your chest move toward the floor if that feels good to the uh, underarm area do it and if not you know, as you're doing that press your hands firmly into the floor so if we're ever dropping something toward the floor we're also pressing into the floor to to balance that into shavasana next inhale come on up to down dog press your feet down and out your hands down and forward set your gaze between the toes and then notice the back of your neck. If your neck needs you to move your head a bit, do. Press hands down and forward. Reach through the ring and pinky fingertip to broaden the upper back. Breath in there. Breath out. When you inhale, we take the right leg up and back behind three-legged dog. Bend the knee. Let the hip open, stack right on top of left. You might come down to your left forearm, pressing firmly through the right hand as you do. And if it feels good to be down on the left forearm, press the arm bone down and forward. Continue to press with the right hand as well. Breath in. Breath out. Back to center. Take a big step into low lunge. If you've got blocks, they're good here. Little uh, longer arms never hurt. We'll rock back and forth, inhaling, lengthen the front leg, exhaling then into it. You got some other ways you want to move this, go for it. And One more. Back to the low lunge, plant the front foot, bring the back knee down, bring the right hand to the right thigh. As you press the hand down into the thigh, press into your heel and lift the thigh bone up into your hand. So you feel the connection there, the two coming together. Rotation, your sternum toward the sidewall, look to your sidewall. Back of your head, back. Pause here, breathe. You're gonna do some some common uh, misalignments of the neck, and, and just be be reasonable with yours. But look to your back wall. This is this is usually what happens. We twist, and then uh, this is our usual gaze point. 
But if you'll notice, your neck is now rounded in a really weird position. Move from the center of your chest. Your heart center moves forward. So float it like we did in that hands and knees. Bring the head into what feels like good alignment there. Like you've just turned that hands and knees sideways. And that same feeling is happening in your body. You can look at the sidewall. There's a spot right over there. If this is not great on your neck and the sides of your neck, turn your gaze directly down. So the same alignment of your head with your heart. You just happen to be grounding the vision there. And turn the gaze back to the side if that was okay. And then play with turning not your eyeballs, but your nose. So rotating head towards the ceiling. And I'll admit, I don't like that. So I'm going back. I'm going back to look at the floor, actually. So uh, that helped me. And when you're looking at the floor, if that helps you, uh, look forward of yourself. So again, you've got that, whatever you're taking has that element of the hands and knees, the heart light and forward, the head in line with the heart. And we'll undo this, come back to, let's do half monkey to get out of that thing. Press your right heel down into the floor, like dig for tomorrow. Navel center in, heart forward. Again, you're going to set your gaze to be good to your neck. For many of us, this posturing will bring our chin forward. We'll look at what's going on in front of us. Level that out to the back of your neck feels you know, like it's in one line. Heart strong forward, heads in line with heart. And we'll rock back to a low lunge. Step back to the hands and knees pose. One more time, imprint that feeling of your heart moving forward. There's a little lightness there. And the head in line with that. And tuck toes and step back, down dog. Twists are absolutely awesome at relieving stress unless they're creating them. Sometimes, often, maybe, we create some stress in our neck around twists that just doesn't need to be there. And that heart and head alignment, whether literal or figurative, you get that, it can take that stress out. And take the left leg up and back behind you. Bend the knee. Drop the right heel down. Press into your left hand really strongly. You might bring your right elbow down. One of the things I bring the right elbow down is if we don't get the left hand really driving, it, it can be a, a weird sensation. And if you didn't like it before, try it that way with first anchor in your left hand. Then that right arm can be really light as you come down. And then instead of making it heavy, activate it, press it forward. One more breath here. And exhaling, square up and take a big step, low lunge. Locks are nice there for your hands. Give you a little more range of motion as you move forward and back from the lunge to the pyramid.
around. Bring the back knee down and left hand to left thigh. And then stamp the right or stamp the left heel into the mat. Feel that the, the heel press, like that footprint. Left hand to the top of the thigh, you're pressing down into it. And that thigh bone is lifting up into your hand, meeting it. There's quite a bit of work there. Uh, the right hand needs to move. Like if you didn't consciously set up your right hand, you just put the left hand up. No big deal. That's how most of us work. But you could be comfortable in your right shoulder if you if you thought about it. Just be sure that you think about it. Right shoulder aligned well. Foot pressing into the floor. Leg lifting to hand. Look to your side wall. And then let's do that uh, misalignment of the neck. Look back. Look at your, your foot back there or what's going on behind you or just a general back wall gaze. And note the many uh, actions that your neck is having to take here, it's curling in, it's rotating, it's laterally flexing. Now draw your heart forward first, so heart first, then bring your head into line and look to your sidewall. That now the, the sternum and the nose point the same direction. For some of us, still not gonna feel great on the sides of the neck. Keep your head on this axis, but turn to look down so that your nose is now pointing toward the floor. The back of the neck is still long. The back of the head is still moving back. Then go ahead and look to your front wall. And then go ahead and look to your like, Zoom screen. Where does that take your neck? Just note that. Then come back to where it's comfortable and good for your neck to be. Start with heart forward then align head. You can work with turning your nose to look up. The rest becomes an eye roll. If it does, that's stressful for the eyes. You probably don't need it. Most of a sidewall, floor, and if you're at the floor, a little out in front of you so that heart pulls forward and continues that length of the front body. And if you were to, if you're at the floor, Go ahead and look down, look at your big toe and notice what happens in the chest and the neck. Then draw your heart forward and look out. And inhale, we'll unwind that and shift the hips back, half monkey. Blocks also really good here. Draw your heart forward and set your gaze to the floor. If we want this to be a little more restful, you could, you could for sure drop your head. Do you notice in here uh, if the chin is jutting forward, the nose is pointing forward? And the same action here that we're looking for, that, that flow to the sternum forward. So navel center's drawing up, heart's going forward, you're elongating, you're getting lighter. Right now. Head in line. Good postural strategy, whether you're in half monkey or sitting at your desk or standing in line, driving your car. And good postural habits is way to feel better instantly. There aren't many quick fixes. Get yourself into good posture, have a breath. 
Nobody tells you about that one because it's free. You can do it anytime. Back to your low lunge. Plant your hands. Step back, hands and knees. I'm just going to elongate your front body. Navel up to spine, heart forward. The head rises. Your gaze is straight down to the floor. Tuck tip. Down dog. Breath in. As you breathe out, reach through your ring and pinky fingertip, broaden through your upper back, pull your abdominals in, float your sternum forward, head in line, then look forward, walk forward into a halfway lift, it's the exact same thing, navel center in, heart forward, head lines up, bow forward, breathe out. Reach to stand, mountain pose. And pulling hands to heart center, thumbs to sternum. Take a moment, lift your heart to your hands. The upper back soften down. The back of your head reach up. Taking Ujjayi breath, in and out through the muscles of your throat. Start to activate your exhale from your feet. One more, and if you want to do that silent om, or you want to om, do it. Breathe in, and then from your feet. The throat, the mouth, lips. Feel the vibration of the om. Feel the space after it. And then on an inhale, we'll reach up, mountain pose, moving into sun A. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, find that length in your body. Plant your hands, step back, same deal. Navel center in, heart forward, head in line. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Heart lifts, back of the head lifts. Down dog, breathe out, reach wide through your hands. Look forward, walk or hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, heart forward, back of the head up, navel center in. Bow forward, let the back of your neck go, face softens. Press your feet down, drive into the mat, and fan your fingers wide. Bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heart forward, front body is light and long. Plant your hands, high or low push-up, okay, the navel center in, heart forward, light and long. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Look forward. 
lightly to the top of your mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers, fan your toes. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, halfway lift, light and long, head in line. Plant your hands, breathe out. Press the hands to the floor. Breathe in, heart rises, brain rises. Down dog, breathe out. Look forward. Walk or hop. Press your feet down, breathe in. Get long and light. Heart forward, head buoyant. Bow, breathe all the way out. Your feet, that last bit of breath out. Inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose. Going into lens salutation. Exhale. Breathe in. Lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance. We'll step the right foot back, knee down. Breathe in, reach up. You might touch your fingertips up top like they were pulling your heart up. Then hands down, step back all the way to the floor. Heel up for cobra, slide your shoulder blades in towards the center of your back, then down towards your hips. Release down slowly, press into hands and knees. Back to down dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly. Take it up behind you. Big breath in. Breathe out. Knee to chest. Press into your hands. And step the foot. Breathe in. Reach up for crescent. Fan your toes. Fan your fingers. Your tips to the front of the mat. Step up. Together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down. Then inhale, reach up. Yes. Squeeze your legs. Fan your hands. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Walk the feet hip distance. Left leg back. Land lightly. Place your knee down softly. Press into your fingertips, touching like your hands are pulling your heart up. Then hands down, press them into the mat, lower to the floor. Cobra, shoulder squeeze in. Roll your baby toe down toward the floor, inner thighs up. Really slowly down. Press the hands and knees, back, down dog. Press your hands down and forward. Inhale, left leg up and back. As you exhale, bend the knee in the chest. Look forward, land lightly, press firmly, empty the breath. Then inhale, spread your toes, spread your fingers. Fingertips down up front, step your back foot up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, heart forward, front body long and light. Good. Bow forward. Breathe out. 
empty. Press your feet down and breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Second variation on lunges. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance, heart forward, head light, right foot back, this time knee up, land lightly, softly, reach up for crescent, hands to the mat, high or low push-up, upward facing dog, press your hands down, downward facing dog, breathe all the way out to empty. Right foot steps in the space after the breath. Reach up. A more vertical lunge here. Reaching straight up. Then fingertips down. Step up. Top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Front body long. Light. Exhale. Into that exhale. Press your feet down. Spread your toes. Inhale. Reach up to stand. Fan your fingers out. Squeeze your arms. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Long and light. Walk your feet hip distance. Step the left foot back. Land it so light. Press into your feet. Fan both sets of toes. You reach up crescent. There's like a little heart lift, a little back bend. Hands to the mat. Breathe out. Press them down. Heart forward, head light. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Empty here. And in that space, pick up your left foot, step in lightly. Bend the back knee. Upright lunge. Bam, both sets of toes. Bend your fingers. Hands to heart center. Fingertips forward. Step up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, navel center up, heart center forward, back of the head light. Bow forward, breathe out. Last bit of breath, empty, press into your feet. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Yes, these look great. Bow forward. Variation on the lunges. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. Walking the feet apart, keep drawing your heart forward, lengthen the back of your neck, and then right leg back. This time, bow pull left elbow. So you're opening with your inhale into the twist. Then with your exhale, bring that hand back down. Step back, high plank only, heart forward, back of the head up. When you inhale, transition to up dog. When you exhale, press your hands down to lead off. Heading the down dog. Right foot steps forward. Plant it flat. Bend the back knee. Reaching straight up. As you exhale, twist. Bring left arm forward. Right arm back. When we inhale, we're going to look to the left hand. Reach up. Reverse. Revolved. Crescent. Exhale, press into your front foot. Fingertips to the front of the mat. Back foot steps all light. 
pressed, you're pretending there's no rush, breathe in, lift halfway. You get no benefit from rushing. You get anti-benefit from rushing. Breathe out full. Let your body have the time to figure out how to move well. And this is what we're here for. What good can you do for yourself? Press your feet down, reach up. Not how like can you make it through this? Exhale, bow forward. What good can you do right now? Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance, navel center up, heart center forward. Press into your right foot so you make the left foot light. Be able to suspend it and choose where to put it down. Then right elbow up toward the ceiling. You open into that twist as far as you like with your inhale. With your exhale, we're going to high plank and you have plenty of time to neaten this thing up to get navel in, heart light, Bottom long, back of the head in line. Then upward facing dog. You will get more out of that, even if you're only here for the workout. Press your hands down, send them back. Down dog. End of the exhale. Left footsteps. Press into the feet, but fan the toes. Breathe in, reach up. You can fan your toes and fan your fingers. You're paying attention. Twist. When you inhale, look to your front hand. That arm's going to go up. doesn't have to like go up all the way. No one said how far up. If it's so far up that it makes you uh, off balance, too far. Then look to the front of the mat. Fingertip down. Step up. Breathe in. Just note how long an actual breath in is. Then elongate your body down your leg. Balanced metered breath is. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Heart forward, head up. Keep that. Step back to a high plank only. <laughs> and you are going to stay in that high plank for the inhale. You might put your knees down, but the upper body is going to do that work for the inhale. When you exhale, knees down. Tiny move towards Chaturanga, just halfway there. But lengthen your front body. Inhale to upward facing dog. And press back, down dog. <laughs> Look to your right hand, step your right foot up there. Back foot turns flat, the diagonal warrior one. Good. As you exhale, walk out to warrior two. Longer stance, front toe straight ahead, back foot parallel back edge of the mat. On your inhale, left hand to your hip, tilt your rib cage first. My arm goes wherever your rib cage goes. Once your rib cage is in it, you're in it. Reverse. Then exhale, you got plenty of time. Side angle pose, forearm inside the leg. Reach, breathing out this whole time. When you inhale, back to warrior two. Straighten the front leg. Exhale, triangle, lightly tap the shin bone there. When you inhale, 
I'm going to take the top arm and reach for the front wall. Press your back heel down. Turn the palm down. Good. Bend your front knee. Plant your hands. Step back. High plank. You're going to stay there for your inhale. Knees down if you like. Elongate. Navel center up. Heart forward. Sense of lightness. Length. Exhale. Knees bend. Then that tiny bend of the elbows, like half chaturanga. Then upward facing dog, hands down. Lengthen the back of your neck, set your gaze straight ahead. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Empty there. Step your left foot forward. Back foot turns flat at the diagonal. Take a full breath in. Locate your breath. Open up where you're just like locating what is most important. Breathe all the way out. Right hand to your hip. As you breathe in, lift your rib cage. Take your rib cage into reverse. Let the arm follow. Same thing when you exhale. Remove your rib cage to side angle. The arms comes inside the leg. Good. And other arm extends as you like. Next inhale, you're coming back to warrior two. Recreate the stance, polish it, refine it. Check in with the front knee. Straighten it. Check in with front toes. Be sure they're still straight ahead. Triangle, just tap to the shin here. And then top arm, side reach. Press your back heel down. Elongate through the ring and pinky fingertip of the right arm. Exhale, look to the mat, plant the hands, high plank, inhale, elongate. Exhale, knees down, elongate again. Slight bend of the elbows, elongate again. Upward facing dog, continue that elongation in the back bend. Down dog, breathe out. Next inhale, we get into the high plank. This time, uh, same kind of sequence, but if you want to stay on your toes, you stay on your toes, balls of the feet, really. Uh, you can press the hands down, navel center in, heart center forward. So you've polished the plank, then slight bend of the elbows, not quite to chaturanga, but again, pull your heart forward, then upward facing dog. And back to child's pose. So almost every single time you take yourself to a low push-up, you're going to need to do that action. I'm just going to come to the screen. Did anyone in there, so we're in child's pose. Uh, if you're not, that's okay. You can be where you want to be. Um, did anyone feel when you went to, to bend your elbows like that halfway, that you had room to draw your heart forward more? Did anybody feel that? Yeah. It, it was like all the hands that I could see physically in the screen. It's just the way gravity works. It, it tries to pull us in. And that's kind of like life, right? Like we just, we're just gonna keep going back to that fetal position sometimes. So that, that brightening up, right? That's a tool every single time check in. It'll also help you not rush, right? If you tend to rush through things, Put that in as like, that's your polishing tool. Like heart forward, head up. Maybe that's our next t-shirt. Come up to your hands and knees, come over onto your back. 
first thing we're going to do is take the, uh, we have reached the good part now, mostly. There will be uh, the option for some, some back bends, but mostly we're at the good part. Take your feet wide and let your knees just sway side to side and winch wipers. I felt like I should mention that because I started with like, we're going to do hip opening and then did like a bunch of stuff about planks. It's related. So you're in your little side to side windshield wiper. Arms out to the sides and feel your shoulder blades on the floor. Back of your head on the floor. And then just feel everything else moving. So you've got your head and your shoulder blades and the back of your arms on the mat. But then just as much as you can move the hip side to side, move the hip side to side. Notice how much of your spine is moving along into that twist. Keep the shoulder blades down so you have, uh, we're not just like mindlessly going. Right? You have this anchor of head and shoulders. But everything else is really mobile. As you get over to one side, add that little extra press with the heel. And so here the sternum is going to be relatively, relatively anchored, right? Or with you know, the shoulder blades, but on the other side, the sternum. Right? And the navel center is going to try to lengthen out right, into this twist. So you could do it without that awareness and just the knees and the hips go side to side, but then what if you lengthen the front body away from the sternum? So that knee that's coming into center, pressing away, navel center, elongate away from the sternum. Come on back to center, pause, feel the echoes of the movement in your body. And then you plant your feet for bridge. If you prefer to take a supported bridge at this point, deal, do that. Uh, otherwise, for bridge, even if you normally do wheel, bridge for right now, press your feet down, tailbone, sacrum, I, we will do wheel if you want to, so you won't miss out. Press your arm bones down, start to walk the arms behind you. And if they get behind you to clasp, great. If not, also great. Uh, walk your feet just a little wider than you normally would. So that gives you a little more space to play with this. Shoulder blades walking in. And then you're gonna draw your sternum toward your face. Press your knees toward your front wall. So knees and sternum moving away from each other. It's really subtle. One more breath here Find the, the lowest glute muscles you can find, the ones near your hamstrings, lift those up. And then come down slowly. Oh, great. Good work. Let the shoulder blade slide out from underneath you. Pause and feel your body. Once more bridge or wheel and plant your hands Beside your ears, first step, that right with your shoulders, elbows, wrists. If that's true, press your feet down, press your hands down, see what happens. If nothing happens, you can always go back to bridge. Take your feet just a little wider than you normally would. Press the feet down and forward. Press your hands down and out. 
feet down forward, sending your, your chest back and pull your heels into the mat. Draw the knees toward the front wall, weight coming out of your hands. Rock back into the hands. Press the feet forward. Work toward straightening the legs and pull. And then back to center and everybody press down to go up. Find the lowest glute muscles you can find. Hug the hamstrings with them. And then slowly from bridge or wheel, come on down. Supta Baddha Konasana. Pause here. And breath in and out. Letting that be the only thing like, like right now, internal shower with your breath. Just clean out whatever is in there, whatever's left over, whatever hasn't happened yet that we hold as worry. Or in favor of what good you can do in this moment. Like right here in Supabhadakanasana, where you've chosen to be. Where's the good here? And bring your knees gently together. Hug them in toward your chest. Just, just hug it in. If you can be still, be still. Particularly if you usually rock side to side. If, like that's a habit it's not a bad habit there are worse worse habits but then we miss the stillness and when things become habit they become routine and sometimes lose the, the specialness the, the sensation the focus that keeps our mind out of other stuff stuff that's not our business Bring right knee in toward your chest. Take the left foot to the floor. If you've got a strap, now is the time. Catch it and get your right foot with it. And uh, there's various things that we can do with the strap with the foot. If you know and love a certain uh, way to, to use the strap on the foot, go for it. Go your way. I'm just going to do plain vanilla, which is always, like, if it's good vanilla, it's good vanilla, man. Uh, just right across the center of the foot. But you belt up how you belt up. You know, press your foot into the strap. Pull the strap into the foot. Bring your arms down to the floor if they're not already. So just let enough strap out if you've got that uh, capability. To, with enough strap to rest your arms. And breathe here. It's a really nice traction of active leg pressing up into the stirrup of the strap. And uh, the arms, the hands just strong enough that they're holding the leg in place. Breath in. Breath out. And if the left foot is uh, to the floor and you want to extend the left leg out straight, do that. Check in with your low back if that requires too much of it. Go back. And we'll turn the right heel in and the right toes out. So your, 
You're turning the heel in, turning the kneecap to point out to the diagonal. Take both tails of the strap in your left hand as you gently guide the right leg a couple inches across center. That left leg extended, press the heel down into the mat. I take the right arm out like a wing or if you, if you don't have the space, a cactus. So anything that we're doing with straight legs right now, if uh, you need them to be a bent arm or bent knee, you do that. One more breath here. The heel's still moving over to the left. The toes are turned over to the right. The leg is as straight as it can be. Back to center, we'll swap hands. And then take your left arm out to the side, like if it can cactus, if it can move straight out. As you slowly bring the right leg over to the right. Now, left leg can stay extended. Or something that really works for a lot of us is to bend the left knee into Supta Baddha Konasana in order to level the hips here. So take the right leg out to the side, only as far as you go without leaning right. Uh, with the Suptabhadakanasana leg, you might choose to take left hand to left inner thigh. With your strap, give a pull towards center, but with your foot, press out to the side. Keeping that action, just let the, let the arm win this and bring the leg back to center. And we'll bend the right knee, sole the foot to the floor. And take the left leg. And again, if you've got some fancy stuff to do with the strap on the foot, do a little massage, do all the things. And then just play vanilla hamstring stretch with the strap at about midfoot. Generally, it's, a, it's just fine. Right foot can be to the floor, right leg can extend out. You're breathing, combing through the back of the left leg. Let the arms rest on the floor and then give the leg just enough activation. You feel you're pressing up into the strap. The arm just enough activation to hold that there. That's where it's going to get interesting. That's where this is going to come away from the posturing and into to practice. real benefits of this as mindfulness-based stress relief. The poses themselves are good stress relief for your muscles, for sure. If you just make it to like the general shape of the pose, you're doing well. Staying actively engaged in what you're doing, doing yourself some good, like intentional good, each breath, each moment, each movement. It's a different level. Bring both straps into your right hand. Turn heel in, toes out. Rotation of the leg isn't gonna stay there by itself. Your, your leg will stay with its default comfort zone level of rotation, but then there's a 
little bit beyond that, that you have a real sensation. And we go back to, it's always a food metaphor, right? Always a food. You don't want it too salty. You don't want it too sweet, but like you want it to, to have some flavor. You want to be able to taste it. Some of us like it saltier than others, right? But there's always a line. Like, I don't know, maybe you take big gulps of seawater and love it, but there's usually a, a line. Will, as long as you're not crossing your own personal line, right? as salty or as sweet as you want it to be. So this sensation of feel, just like the sensation of taste, it's unique to you. Undo that, take the strap into your left hand and right arm stretches out like home wing and you take the left leg over to the side. And the, the right hip staying grounded is gonna prevent this from becoming a uh, rollover may be helpful to take that subdivided canasana. And then like bonus, you could just subdivide canasana in the, in the right leg. Right hand helps that even more. Breathe here, press the heel out. And that's another thing that staying engaged in this particular reclined pose, we'll, we'll get out there and then the, the leg will soften up a little bit. The knee will soften up a little bit, I mean the heel to keep the leg really activated, stay interested. With the strap, you give that little pull towards center and resist that with the leg. So you're actually pressing the left leg out into its stretch. Breath in. And breath out. Then let the arm just win that thing a little, bring it back center. And bend the left knee. And bring both knees into your chest and just stillness there. There's stillness. This pose is Apanasana. Then I'm going to take the right knee and left leg out straight. Straighten your right leg. And uh, left hand to the right shin. We're going to roll onto the left side like you were rolling to get out of bed. Uh, like you're going to take a big step with your left leg. So the left foot's going to come to the floor. You're going to roll. You'll be on your left shoulder, your left hip, the left side of your foot. So we're, we're totally on the left side. Your back is off the floor. Take your left hand and just hold the outside of the right shin, somewhere, somewhere along there. Right hand, reach for your right toes. May or may not touch, doesn't matter, because we're gonna take the arm then up toward the ceiling and then back over to the other side. So now you're reaching your right leg as long and straight as you can, hopefully not into the fireplace. And then the, the left hand, you may need to move the dog or the house plant out of the way. But hopefully after that whole preamble to this, you got some space for this. If not, the usual uh, bent knee, cactus arm twist, that'll totally work. 
note when the left uh, shoulder is on the floor, like it, we got it, the right shoulder blade might not be. So usually we'd keep the shoulder anchored, not so much right now. Press the right heel over to the right, reach over to the left, my bad. Press it over to the sidewall. Reach the right arm in the other direction. Look straight up toward your ceiling. Get the feeling of drawing your sternum toward your back wall. Breath in. Reach your foot for your front wall. Breathe out. Limbs reach in opposite direction. Foot and heart reach in opposite direction. And let this dissolve and get really just easy. So no more reaching. You just let that in and bend the right knee back into center. Pause. Slide the hips into center line. And left leg in, right leg out straight. If you have something over to either side that you need to move, go for it now. And flex both feet, straighten both legs. And catching the left shin in the right hand, bring that leg all the way over to the side. As you roll onto your right side, you're gonna like pick up the hips, be on the outside edge of the hip beyond the right shoulder, the right side of the head. You use the right hand on top of the shin to anchor the foot there. Reach your left hand over toward the toes, like go as far as it's going to go toward the toes, then up toward their ceiling and around over to the other side. Now you've got all the limbs as straight as they go. Reach your toes toward your front wall. Draw your sternum toward your back wall. Your gaze is straight up. Reach the left heel over to the side wall. Left middle fingertip over to the other side wall. So we're twisting, but we're instead of curling in, Elongating, making space, making things lighter. One more breath here. Reach long through all the limbs. And with the next breath, you're just going to soften that out so it just becomes just less expansive. Then bend the knee, bringing yourself back to center. Take happy baby. Any other finishing pose that draws you to center. Shavasana. Well done, y'all.
tingling your fingers and your toes. Just keep that a brief moment of little movement. Have a breath. Let it finish. And roll to your right side and take your time coming to seated. As you arise, navel center lightly in, heart center lightly up. Upper back softens down, crown of the head lifts. This full space there. Make our hands together at heart center. As the thumbs meet, lift the heart to the hands. It can almost always go up. Thumbs to forehead center. Take a moment with each other. Appreciate the time we share. I'm so grateful for y'all. Thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Well done. Thank you so much. If you would like to stay for a little brief meditation, our meditation today is going to focus on the how to not worry. And thank you Peace. for joining us here. We'd Peace love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.